0: Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week's guest is Zach Bevan, a marathoner and blossoming ultra runner from Lexington, Kentucky, who last week set the US number four all time mark at 50 miles at the Tunnel Hill 50 miler in Illinois. Zach is an accomplished runner at all distances, having run 218 in the marathon and competed at the 2020 Olympic trials, as well as running collegiately for the University of Kentucky. Zach is well-known in Kentucky for his training and trail exploits, and he came on the podcast with co-host and crew member Sam Day to talk about his race, how he found Ultras, and more. He also happens to be my boyfriend, which made for some fun long-run talk a bit later in the episode when Sam put us on the couple hot seat. Enjoy the episode, and sorry for all the ice sounds from our to-go cocktails. Like, subscribe, follow, and whatnot. And uh, until next time, this has been Run Your Mouth. The, the ice uh, sloshing in the, in the room tone. All right. Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melling. Uh, I am here this week with my co-host, Sam Day. How's it going, Sam? Going
1: well. Going well, for sure.
0: And our guest this week is a uh, now, I guess, now master uh, ultra marathoner, marathoner,
2: generally all-around fast road and cross-country runner. Zach Bevin, how's it going? Good. Master seems like an unfair assessment of the situation. but I mean, you're
0: one for one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no. At this point, you've, you've started it off well. And, uh, you know, at this point, you're batting a thousand and that's what counts. No, I'll take it. Yeah, this podcast brought to you by Charlie Browns of Lexington, Kentucky, because you can hear the uh, enormous uh, leader size to go caucus. <laughs> oh, God. People are either going to be like, Furious about that, or it's going to be like some weird ASMR thing where it sounds good.
2: (laughs) The beautiful thing about Charlie Brown's is you can get mixed drinks by the leader and you can now get them to go. So, silver linings. Silver linings. Um,
0: Yeah. So we are, we're here. um, We're here talking some long run talk, but we are here coming off a uh, excellent performance this weekend um, because Mr. Mr. Bevan here ran the U.S. number four all-time uh 50 mile race at the tunnel tunnel hill is that what it's called Mm -hmm. tunnel hill uh 50 and 100 miler uh one obviously but uh ran ran 603 pace for 50 miles and uh and not only the number four
1: fastest all-time but is it not the fastest non-paved fifty miles on in, in on American soil as
2: arbi- I think
0: so
1: as yeah. far as
2: arbitrary as arbitrary we as, get, as right? that is <laughs> there are rumblings that that's true. So yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah. It's a fun party fact.
0: Yeah, it's a fun it's fun on a lot of levels, yeah. So congratulations, first off. Um but yeah, and 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 Mr. Day here was uh he was on crew duty, so he got the up close and personal view to Got these- sweat on. <laughs> got sweat on he got uh he got to see the the good the bad and the ugly so Mm -hmm. um yeah i guess the first question is how are the legs feeling four days after the
2: race well with some charlie brown's mixed drink in it they're feeling really good Um, but generally speaking they're doing good day or two after was you know felt basically like after a marathon with trouble going up and downstairs and that sort of thing but that third day things started to turn and the fourth started to get a lot better. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with how things are. I'm going to take another couple days off and then kind of roll back into it. So nice. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you, so, so I think, um, there's, there's a great write up of the race that that people could, uh, look up on, uh, on running Reddit, but, uh, for those people that didn't, um, didn't get a chance to read that. So you want to go through like what
2: you were going for in the race, how it, how it played out for you yeah so i've always kind of had my heart set on ultra marathoning um and actually sam here crewed a pretty not super similar similar i guess physiologically Mm -hmm. event with strolling Gem 40 last year
1: yeah Um, and i've actually crewed this race with uh, another one of our friends uh last year so
2: yeah so dustin was second there last year yeah with sam crewing so and then Sam crewed for me last year at Strolling Gym. Right, and that was your—is that DC? your first ultra race? First like road ultra, official road. Yeah, ultra. So it sounds like Sam's the good luck. So Sam has somebody. a very <laughs> impressive crewing resume. You're the, the
0: secret <laughs> to success. The yeah. the Mr Miyagi of uh,
2: Midwestern. Ultra yeah, running. <laughs> yeah.
1: If we uh, if you build a plan, we can we can get it done. Yeah,
2: sure. So Sam is excellent. He knows what things need to be adjusted during the race as they go. Um, So when I knew I was running this, I asked him first if he wanted to crew and then filled in the fluff around it because you do need people to like navigate and that sort of thing. Um, So Sam was kind of the cornerstone of that crewing strategy. And then I built out around that.
0: Yeah, who is uh who is more useful out there on the roads? Was it was it Sam or the <laughs> the mom and aunt? So my mom and aunts are the man, my, the managers. Yes, I
2: like to to as my managers. Um, they are they are useful in their own right, um, <laughs> but, but in terms of and Dustin also helped. Crew. Dustin used to yes, give the yes. full
0: crew the shout out. Oh uh-huh. yeah.
2: Well, Tina
1: was all over Tina. Your mother was yes. all over just the Instagram. We we gave her access to the Instagram account to follow along yes, the with you and she was children. killing it mm-hmm. yes at antelope children if you uh care to follow yeah. along with some of zach's and dustin's one of our other friends and mine's crazy running endeavors yeah
0: so so before we get into the race uh explain antelope children where did that come from
1: oh man um so there is this crazy race in the middle of kentucky in the, the hills of kentucky Um uh, wallingford Wallingford, Kentucky, right? Don't That's, feel
2: bad if you haven't heard of it.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a uh, it, it it's called the Hot Hundred, and I believe it actually it didn't happen this year uh, for obvious reasons. We'll see if it's able to come back in the future. Um, but it is a race in the heat of August, Kentucky. The heat of August in Kentucky, and uh, it's a hundred k, but uh, it's a relay race, so you have five people each do a ten k twice, and the hills are rather... Insane? Yes. Uh, Ludicrous. Difficult. Like, so, loose
2: shale as you're, like, climbing on all fours to get up sort of sort of deal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Something you don't necessarily so ever I, want to do I, again. I, I,
0: unlike the packed dirt of Tunnel Hill, that yes. was about as trail as trail guts. <laughs>
1: yes. Quite literally. Yeah. And, Zach, I'll let you uh, kind of explain where we all came from.
2: Uh, and then someone, I don't know who it was, wrote, like, A race recap of the event. We've won every year it's happened. And the race director's actually gotten a little bit off put by that. And this year was going to put up prize money for a team to come unseat us. But unfortunately, (laughs) it didn't get to happen.
1: Or fortunately, however you want to look at it.
2: Um, But uh, someone put up a race recap, like talking about how insane the hills were, and said something along the lines of, yeah, and even those antelope children who won the race couldn't actually run up the hills the whole time um which we thought was really funny so well, yeah just... when you're
1: crawling i don't think it's it can ever be count as running but we were crawling faster than anyone yeah. too so
0: yeah <laughs> i like it that's a good origin story yeah. for the i actually have never heard that before so yeah so we're the official antelope children then
2: definitely me sam and dustin right and M- then whoever, had... whoever you can
0: wrangle beyond yeah, that. yeah <laughs>
1: We one would say that our, our buddy Joe is antelope father maybe he's, yeah he's um Mike well, is antelope coach yes we have a, yeah we've got Mike um, the antelope family yes. really- yeah yeah yeah
0: uh, I mean Joe's an antelope child he's not he's not that much older maybe than that's us. You, if you guys build a fan base that could be what you call your fans is the antelope family
2: yes
1: yes
0: the ant
2: family the ant
1: family or, the- or the cantaloupe children. That uh, is the, that, that's the, the off That's the parody account. <laughs> yes. Didn't never
0: got much traction. I think he has three but, followers. Yeah. Nice. Well, anyways, back to tunnel Hill. <laughs> yes. So the, so going in, so, so just for context, I mean, I, I don't imagine that run your mouth has a huge, uh, ultra, fan base so the maybe we're broadening horizons with this right yeah the the american record and i think also the world record right Mm -hmm. world best i think it's considered world best is jim mm Walmsley from last year two years ago yeah um at 450 which is about 548 pace for 50 Mm -hmm. miles and and you were hoping to run around five hours is that correct
2: yeah the over under i went like shot for was five hours yeah, so that's six minute pace, easy
0: math. If nothing yep. else, you know that's the that's always a good appeal. Well, um, five
1: fifty nine, because six is
0: actually over five.
1: Yeah, and, and it,
2: it actually is. Yeah, certified at five fifty point one six miles. So so yeah, uh, that pesky thirty ish. Sixth of seconds, a mile, yeah.
0: yeah yeah i think of realized that at one point when i was training for trials where i was like always thought of it as 520 pace and then realized that like 219 is actually like 519 yeah, pace and that extra like, little, oh, that fuck, little bit changes everything yeah yeah <laughs>
1: uh we were we, we were shaken out the day before uh well zach was shaking out i was being dragged along because i'm not running currently uh but we t- we ran into the race director uh we got on because we'd gotten on to the course and he gave us that little tidbit, which I think actually really probably eased Zach's mind the next day because, you know, when you're running, even if you're just running a marathon, you get to 26 uh, 26 flat, and you're like, okay, two tenths of a go, but then your watch ticks over to 26.2, and you're like, where the hell is the finish line? (laughs) I can't even imagine what that's like at 50 miles. You're like, okay, where the heck is the finish line? Like, another tenth of a mile? Are you kidding me?
2: But yeah, that was actually probably one of the most useful things I did was that shakeout (laughs) because... I took mental note that the bridge was exactly a mile out from the finish. And so that was a good... Once you hit the bridge. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was a good way to break down the last two miles. It's like, okay, I'm only a mile from the bridge. And then I just focused on getting to the bridge. And then from there, I'm only a mile from the finish. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: So just the 48 miles to getting to a mile. From yeah. The bridge, yeah that's about. the easy part.
0: Yeah, yeah. Small detail.
2: Yeah. So how did the race, uh, how the race itself go? It was good. I was out a bit fast, um, there was another guy there, Anthony uh, Fagundes, I think. That's how you say his last name? He's from from California, mm-hmm. um, which kind of freaked me out a little bit. Just because I've been thinking of this race as a solo time trial um, for like the last you know four or five months, I've been training for it. Um, so the prospect of actually having someone to race threw me off a little bit.
1: As ironic as it is, yeah. Given that it <laughs> um, is a race,
2: which you might think oh, I would be good to have someone to run with for like you know twenty miles. But for some reason, my mind took it the opposite direction and was freaked out by it. I was like, I need to drop him. Um, so I was out a little bit fast. And to be fair, I'm pretty sure as flat as Tunnel
1: Hill is, it is a little downhill at the start. So like being yeah. a little quick at the beginning is not the end of the world. But yeah, yeah
2: so I was through, what, 15 miles at like 548 pace yeah, or so. you Yeah,
1: you were, you were teasing us with a little
2: bit of world record pace, but... Uh, and I knew it was too fast as I was doing it, but right. it was also one of those situations where I knew I was running a little too fast, but at the same time it was flowing really well. And it was like, I could put the mental effort into slowing down two or 3%, but the benefit of just kind of turning my brain off a little bit and just letting it flow seemed to be more advantageous that early in a race. than running mindlessly at the beginning of a yeah. race
1: like that can be beneficial for the mental games later yeah so
2: i didn't want to have to like mentally fight myself on both ends the slow down and in the beginning and the speed up and at the end so um that was how i kind of justified it to myself at least to (laughs) bank a little time and i knew that the second half was slower i'd be tired so it wasn't the end of the world to bank some time in the first half
1: yeah tunnel hill is kind of cruelly put together in that they put the hill in the 30 to 35 miles and then on the way back or th- right 30 to 35 yeah, like 30
2: 35 and then on
1: the way back 45 or 40 to 45 miles so it's like you know like the word it's like hitting the hills in boston
2: right like yeah. the second half, except you've terrible. already run a marathon and then
1: yeah and then some more miles,
0: more miles yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so so that so you came through A marathon, what like two thirty three ish was the the marathon split. Yeah, right around that. Yeah, and then you were you were basically pretty much like right on that like five fifty ish range through like thirty seven. Does that sound right? It was thirty seven
1: is when he he came up to us. It was thirty six point three. I think is the that that point where he saw he saw us, and he said, "I'm losing vision." (laughs) and you know that's never a good good anything to hear and dustin was like okay i mean that dustin had been there he's like okay that happens and he he told me later he's like that's a mental note that he kind of said yeah that's probably something you don't tell his mom and aunt and and of course i say as soon as they walk up yeah zach Zach says he can't see (laughs) as he runs two more miles off into the distance and has to run two more miles back at the
2: second turn from the second turnaround um to be fair, the vision got better from there. Right. Yeah. Well, because well, that was good after fueling. The, yeah, right. That was after
0: the five mile climb from thirty. I'm, to 30. I'm loving the sideline reporting having Sam here. I, oh, I yeah. Mean, well, yeah. I you... need Sam at all of my races so I can get the outside perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it it really is different with an ultra where you are getting kind of you. It's like checkpoints at the 80, at the fueling stations, right where where people get to evaluate how you are as opposed to watching something on the track where you can see someone fall apart instantaneously in a, in a ultra, it, it can happen where you're at one checkpoint and you're running beautifully. Seven miles later, after 300 feet and a few miles and then 300 feet back down, your gait has totally changed. Your face looks white <laughs> and your eyes are kind of like all
0: over the place. This wasn't necessarily Zach, of course. No, that's but- exactly what I, mean. <laughs> I, I was like. in. I will say, even from the the grainy Instagram stories, I could definitely like tell that there was the there was the twenty five mile story where I'm like, oh, he's looking good, oh, he's looking relaxed, he looks beautiful. Half. And yeah. then, right yeah, right around the whenever you came in at like thirty seven, I was like, he doesn't look like he's having as much fun anymore. <laughs> right. Well, you you got to bank on
1: the second half
2: being a like tougher because yeah, you've so fun fact, won a mile. things get a lot harder after like. 30-ish miles
0: (laughs) go i was insanely
2: confident at 30 and then like 32 was fine and then 33 was like start going up that hill pretty honestly and putting the same effort in and i started running 20 seconds a mile slower because of the hill and also that i was tired and then had like four more miles to get up the hill to the next aid station and only had the little water bottle with like one goo in it with me. I was like, "This is this is scary."
1: Yeah, I definitely took. I, I felt bad. I was a little nervous. Um, because at I think sixteen, you said, "Hey, can you make the goo stronger?" Or the sword, or the the sword. Yeah, that's yeah the sword. Strength, I mean, sword sword so. is a yeah. Another plug there. We love sword. They uh, they're a local. <laughs> this podcast brought can. to you
0: by <laughs> Sword Performance. Yeah. Use the discount, Doctor Black. We love you. Yeah, Bevan, for sure for. But uh, zero.
1: but actually uh. Zach said he's like, can you make it make make the sword stronger? And uh, I was like, oh no! If we're a third of the way through and he's feeling like he's not getting, he's already getting depleted, that we're, we're in trouble. But we were able to fix the the ratio mid mid race. Um, yeah,
2: and that was honestly more a I had done the math out to. So Doctor Black was my sports med doc, like our team doctor in college, um, and he's a big ultra marathoner and created. Helped was co founder of the sword sports drink that um, I use for Mm -hmm. most of my stuff just because it sits super well with my stomach. Um, It really does adjust beautifully. And I, you want to trade back or you want to? No, I'm good. Um, But I've talked to him before about like fueling strategies because he has a lot of scientific, you know, backing to what he's done with the research to develop his product. Um, Mm -hmm. And his big takeaway is that most people can consume and process about 250 calories an hour while doing like a workload of an ultra marathon Mm -hmm. um you can train your gut to like take maybe go up to about 300 350 but like the 250 is about like the normal range most people can handle so Mm -hmm. i did my math out so that's like an egg you didn't want to just get, like, a dozen eggs? Just, yeah, I mean, that probably... Just crack
0: one into your mouth. That probably wouldn't sit quite as well. It's a but, little different uh, yeah. little different macros there,
2: too. Yeah. So I had done my, like, nutrition plan math out to hover around that um, based on where the eight stations were, where I'd right. sit Sam and my crew. Um, but I wasn't having any GI issues, and I was feeling, if anything, a little, like, under-fueled. Right. So I was like, hey, just dump more sugar in there and like i'll drink it and see what I, happens if yeah. i process it and get it in my system great if i don't i don't feel like i'm gonna throw up or like have gi issues so
1: and which is i mean it really is such a big issue with ultras yeah like, that's
2: um, one of the, like there's so many factors that make doing anything for five hours <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like
0: yeah, it, yeah. pushing sure. your body to your limit you know it's like yeah. that's a long
2: time to be out there yeah there's so many i mean that's an issue with marathon for sure but it's much more prevalent in ultras you can have all the pieces to be a good ultramarathoner, and if your stomach can't handle the processing of, like, fuel, you're not ever going to be able to do it all. Well. So the so last 10 miles. Uh last 10 miles was just a exercise of convincing my legs to turn over. Um, you have the advantage of getting those 300 feet back that you worked so hard to gain. Right. Um, which definitely, when you're that far in a race, if you have good you know sound mechanics you can just pick your legs up stumble down the and hill, turn basically. them over and yeah which is a lot of what i did at strolling gym and why i hit the wall at 34 because the generous downhill ended at 34 and i couldn't well
1: yeah and you hit the walls right yeah. before it like there are hills in strolling gym where it's literally
2: but up and down tunnel hill is much more you know gently configured at the end to where you have the nice downhill and then a flat to finish it off. So um, I was able to find kind of a new rhythm. I had already, you know, settled into a new normal of like six twenties, six thirties, rather than the five fifties. Um, but it was, it was fine. I mean, I kind of knew that sub five was out of the picture by like 44. Um, and at that point, once it was like, I could see it was slipping away. It was like I have to run six oh eights to get home in time, it was kind of freeing to just like, stopped fretting about trying to make that happen and just focusing on like making what I could happen happen to the line. So yeah, you had the lovely
1: little kind of beagle of a course record that was 20, over 20 minutes slower than what you <laughs> ended up running. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Nice little thing to settle That's into a good, Get the uh, victory lap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty, nice pretty good
0: problem up. to have. So. Yeah. So I know, uh, so clearly all, 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 s- well that ends well like you uh i mean i, I guess would you consider stalling jim an ultra yeah it's 41 oh, yeah. miles so oh, it wasn't your ultra debut <laughs> no and i've no. run a uh,
2: several 50ks and yeah. done some stupid stuff by myself just for funsies but Right. So uh,
0: I guess it was the marquee. It was your, uh, it was your uh, debutante breakout, your breakout performance. performance. Yeah. That's a good way to Maybe. put it on yeah. the on the ultra scene. So
1: we're gonna now we're setting up a whole lot of pressure for him to perform more now.
0: Well, so many. Someone said to me that uh, I was gonna ask you. Your your Strava caption, your Strava bio is uh, something like trail runner at heart, but sticking to the roads right now for now yeah um so what so the verdict is and and for the i'll I'll, I'll probably have said this at the top but for those the, the listeners who don't know zach is a 30 minute 10k guy 218 marathoner ran a trials is a very accomplished runner at all distances um but but is this uh is this the sign that uh that it's all trails from all out here on out or are
2: you there's, uh, I don't know. there's a subtle difference between trails and certain ultra events because there's or sorry,
0: all ultras
2: from, from yeah. here on now. Um, maybe. I still have marathon aspirations, especially for like the 2024 20, trials. Um But at least for now, the foreseeable future, there doesn't seem to be any marathons I'm super interested in racing. I don't have a ton of interest in racing the smaller stuff. I like, you know, do Chicago and New York and that sort of stuff, so... um Um, selfishly you're a good
0: training partner for me so like if you choose not to leave the the marathon behind permanently i'd be
2: pretty okay with that even if i do (laughs) continue like full on into the ultra stuff um part of my training cycle for this was taking jason coop's notion that you train the least specific physiology for an event first which for me was for 50 miles vo2 max stuff yeah Um, and we even did some workouts together during that cycle
0: yeah, by that I mean you
2: dragged me through workouts.
1: But. <laughs> You're referring to when you went for a mile PR. I was going to say, did yes. you
0: PR in the mile as part of this 50-mile uh, up. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah.
1: you drug a, a few people through that.
2: But I think that just like kick-started my confidence in fitness leading into the 50-mile training. Just If I was in almost mile PR shape and then I just rolled into 50-mile shape, it makes you know 540s and 6-minute stuff feel like a walk. Um, so I don't anticipate leaving that stuff behind anytime soon especially while i'm young enough to still have it um so and even leading into this race i felt like i was two weeks away three weeks away from like 216 217 marathon fitness yeah i don't think the fitness is as disparate as people think
1: i was gonna say if anyone wants to go 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 look for a good chuckle check out zach strava and and some of the workouts he did you would think he was just running for like, marathon pace, for a lot of people, like, that, that's stellar marathon pace. Like, that's...
0: Yeah, a lot of a lot of three-by-three three miles at 5.30 pace. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I worked into a 20-mile long run yeah. or, or, or more. But it was like, kind of funny, because I do that same sort of workout for marathons, except my fast stuff is closer to marathon pace than, like, five... You know, I was running, like, 5.30-ish for this cycle. Um, but in, in marathon training, it's kind of funny that I think of the like six minute miles that I run around marathon pace as tiring me out so that marathon pace pace feels harder. And in this cycle, it was kind of put on its head where I was thinking of the 530 pace stuff that I was running in my runs as making the six minute pace off portions that I was running harder. Right. Um, so same sort of running, but like different mental so weird. Yeah. Re- weird reversal. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a good plug for, for, for ultras in that if you do marathons, don't be scared of the ultra. No, I
2: think it's a super underdeveloped side of the sport and I want faster people to do it. Yeah, this
0: was the game we were playing last night, is uh who Zach's equivalent is at other distances. And it does not that's um, not how this works. No, no, no. hundred no, percent applies. So no. uh, US number four uh, at five K is Paul Cholimo. <laughs> so by I mean, transitive property, Zach is as good as Paul Cholemo. Yeah. That's uh, not. And I think
1: I mean no offense, Zach. I think all that says is how
0: underdeveloped.
1: Ultra marathoning. Oh, it's so
0: underdeveloped. No, right? I think it means that Zach is as good as Paul
2: Chlima. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, yeah you know, okay. Okay. I mean, have different takes, and only time will tell.
0: But yeah, okay. yeah, that's uh, I mean, that was a uh, last serious question before we get to the fun stuff. But uh, I, I, know that's sort of been something that you have always felt like, even going back to like you know college and before that. You know, you're a you're a long distance guy. Uh, what did you feel like was like the sign calling you to to distances even longer than the marathon um I don't
2: know. I've always been enamored by ultra marathoning um I think my first exposure to it was reading about the comrades marathon in like a runners world article in like 2006 um, so I've always wanted to do it but um, coming out of college my first summer out of college I was just like so excited to have like the yoke of college training thrown off and like I was a free man and we were out in Eugene for our uh, for the Olympic trials to watch um, the track trials and we took a me and my family took a trip to Crater Lake and it was like oh it's like 31 miles around that's like a 50k I've never run that far that sounds fun I'm gonna do that and then I did that and super duper hurt myself doing it but um, <laughs> I had such a fun time doing it and it was like honestly a borderline spiritual experience with like the mountains and just being out there on my feet for, you know, three hours or whatever, three and a half hours. Um, that's like the first super duper long run I had ever done. I was like, Yeah, this is this is awesome. This is what I want to do. <laughs> so I knew that's I had to fine. pay my dividends with the marathon first, just because um actually I actually had asked Tim Tolfson, who's one of the best, you know, hundred mile runners in the country, if he thought marathoning was a worthwhile endeavor, or if I should just jump straight into it. And he said, No. I think good ultra marathoners learn to grind in the marathon first before they move up to ultras mm-hmm. and so i took that advice and did it and those lessons that I learned in ultra or marathoning definitely have paid off in ultras so are you sure it wasn't just because tim tallison is such a hunk that you listen to him i mean that might have helped but like <laughs> i think the advice stands regardless of tim tallison's uh, looks uh he i
0: think he's been an instagram crush on of mine on the podcast yes before. i think he has i think after <laughs> i told you that he existed probably yeah He's very hot, so, uh, you know.
1: Well, he's... I didn't get my crew job just because of my good looks. I got my crew job because, because your of skills my resume hot. as a crew member. Yeah, has. that's true. Cool. Headmaster, I guess, may be the better term. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Headmaster. <laughs> Headmaster. I like that. Yeah, so we. So so that uh, that's the, um, you know, the Zach Bevan Ultra story in a very small nutshell, I guess. But, like, I want to go back even before that. and Now that I have... Zach and the hot mic here Mm -hmm. and Sam is, you know, ready in a moment's notice to really uh, weigh in. So one of the questions I have frequently asked a guest of the pod is uh, the first impressions game. So uh, Sam, what was, uh, Sam, what was your first impression of Zach? Oh
1: my gosh, this is fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a good question. It usually yields good. uh,
1: So, so it's it's funny. Zach and mine's, um, like, interaction. So I swam at UK. Zach ran at UK. And our time overlapped by a significant portion. I saw Zach... Um, we actually... Our first... My first impression of him was probably from when I saw him going to class. And I was also going to class. He was in the MBA, And I was finishing out my undergrad degree. And I would see him. This was after my swimming career was over. But I had just gotten into running. And I noticed him on Strava, at, like as a lot as of people in Lexington and <laughs> Central Kentucky, like Zach Strava following is kind of he's kind of a big deal, grand, you know. Like <laughs> I think he has more followers on Strava than on um, than on any other social social media, if you want to call Strava a social media platform. But it, it's kind of funny. I think I'm not the first person. I was like, "Where's his hair?" Because you look at his Strava. Right, and his he's got this long flowing hair, and when I when I saw him, I was like, "Wait, is this that guy?" Because he doesn't have his hair. Then at my actual first impression, I was I was like, "Okay, this guy's actually a badass, and doesn't want to talk about it," which is a, like pretty common among badasses. Among the know? badass community. you know, they're like, "Yeah, I mean, I I run kind of far. I run a lot, but like it's just what I do. It's nothing special." But yeah, I was like, oh, okay. This guy is way better than he will even tell you. So humble, I guess.
0: The first impression of Zach Bevan. I. This makes me really want to make like the the post for this podcast is long hair Zach. Yes, <laughs> long yes. hair Zach
2: was. I'm glad that phase is over. Oh. <laughs> but there's nothing stopping it from coming back. No, not yeah. Technically no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hopefully, barbers stay shut down. For long. Yeah, that's a good point. That'd be that'd be enough.
2: ideal. Do
0: you remember your first impression of Sam?
2: Yeah, he showed up to a group run at Johns, and I was like, he has a dog. I think he's cool. <laughs> oh gosh, that, enough. That was the first time you saw me was with the dog. Well, I mean, I kind of rec- because we did overlap it Yeah, yeah, we might recognize
1: one another, but uh, I
2: was like, I think I've seen him like at Cats, which is this like student athlete study center. I was like, huh. I don't know. It might be him. It might not, but he has a dog and he's running with this dog. I think he might be cool. So that's funny.
1: It's, it's funny. Cause I don't own a dog and never have owned a dog. Like since whose dog was to... this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you stole a dog? to bring No, to, no, you did. Yeah. You
1: basically. No, I, I, in my, so after swimming, I was like trying to find time or trying to fill my time with something. I like, I can't sit still. Um, like I've got to be doing something, physically, like, exerting myself physically on a regular basis. And so I picked up running, ran myself into injuries, as any swimmer who gets into running will do. His engine is bigger than his uh It was a lot bigger bones. than the car at the time,
0: yeah. But, no, I... It's not about the size of the car. It's about the, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the fuel in the engine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I... Uh, so
1: I had a friend who had connections that they, they had these rambunctious dogs that needed energy let out. And so I would run their dogs for money. Oh. So I was that uh, seems like a, a well, dog well. runner for hire. I didn't do it on WAG or anything. I did it all like word of mouth. Like, oh, you run dogs? I have another friend that needs their dog run. So I, I that is actually kind of what I think led to a few of my injuries was that I would let the dog running mandate the rest of my runs. <laughs> so I would build my schedule around what dogs needed and then put in workouts. So like it wasn't. It wasn't workouts and then myself and then oh yeah a few dogs here. It was like get the dogs done and throw in all the rest of the training.
0: That's uh yeah. you you hear dog walkers. I've never heard of anyone being a dog runner before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was probably Harry the
1: big black lab, and he was a chunky boy. Like talking about vapor flies, like chunky boy, <laughs> right? No, he was a big fat black lab, that they wanted to lose some weight because they had an old an older husky. That she just wasn't able to handle his running up and down the house. And he'd like bully her or knock her over. And she had a torn ACL or something. So like, we just need to lose weight and be tired. I was like, well, I can try. And poor thing would run like 630 the first mile. And I mean, for a dog that's not even that fast. But he wasn't pull, He wasn't running eight minutes after that. Like he was slow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we, we left the same behind a few times.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we were just lamenting before we went on the pod, the, uh, the absence of Club Nats in the schedule this year is maybe the biggest, the biggest loss of 2020. I mean, I don't mean to, you know, minimize any of the other horrible things that have happened this year, <laughs> no. but really Club Nats was the most important Who needs the Olympics? We need Club Nats. <laughs> yeah. Club oh, world. I meant like, you know, COVID and, oh, yeah. like, well. you know, the world
2: ending, Yeah. but well, um, Club
0: Nats was the important part, yeah. so... That uh, I was gonna. I, we, if we do the first impressions of me and Zach, that really ties into the club, nats mm, oh yeah. side of things. Let's um, not go there, yeah. We can just move right on
1: from Well, it's that. crazy and,
0: to think like what
1: it was about 11, 11 months ago almost to the day that you had like a hundred some odd runners all hot and sweaty in the ballroom of a hotel after uh Bethlehem, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. <laughs>
0: It's like what? that yeah, that, that idea a,
1: is just so far out there.
0: Sam, do you have a favorite Club Nat's memory? That's my only
1: Club Nat's memory. Oh, that's the only yeah, one that's been to. The only one I've been to. I I the the one that was here in Lexington three years three years back. I it was that was the beginning or pre my running days. Um I, th- I I may I think that might have been the fall that I met Zach. I think yeah, that's that right. sounds yeah, fall of seventeen, yeah. Um As a stupid runner that didn't know what he was doing, just running himself into stress fractures
0: and tendonitis. Zach, do you have a uh, second favorite Club Nats memory?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are we just glossing over the first? Yeah. Yeah. Well, second's probably not appropriate either, so. (laughs) (laughs) I think I I know what he's talking about. I think I know what you're talking about, too. I'll just move right along.
0: Oh, man. We don't want to put him on blast like that? No. Chad, we love you. Oh, you're thinking of that? Yeah, I was thinking of you kissing Noah Dradi
2: as your second favorite Club Nats member. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of too. I heard about that. That can be okay. Sorry, Chad, no longer. Yeah,
0: Chad's (laughs) Chad's bringing up the third. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Club for for those of you who uh, have not been to Club Nats, you should because it's a great time. If it ever returns, make your way there because it's the it's the best meeting. Who was on deck to host it next year? Do we even know? I think it was San Diego. San Diego. Right? Yeah. Nice oh, that was I don't this know, year. Oh, I don't know, next year. Is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so since we're drinking these enormous cocktails and like the the listeners have had to hurt hear, hear ice chewing for the last twenty minutes. Uh Zach is the uh as the master bourbon cocktail spinner. I think the real question is uh I don't I, I'm not even gonna say pitch bourbon to the audience, because like I think that there's a clear pitch bourbon, clear pitch for bourbon out there, but I would say Walk us through the uh, pitching bourbon to, to an, the people who don't like bourbon. How do, you, how do you open that door? Because it worked on me, and I need to know your, your
2: secret for, for spreading the good word. Well, it depends on what kind of drinks you do like. Like for you, I know you like, you know, margaritas, you know, that sort of, jelly beans, <laughs> and that sort of thing. So whiskey sour is a perfect gateway drug, and I think I've successfully indoctrinated you into the world of whiskey sours. You have, and yeah. You slowly start ratcheting down the, the sour part and you start to appreciate the taste of bourbon and soon you'll be drinking it straight and we'll be a big happy family.
0: One of these days, I guess. Yeah. That's uh <laughs> right, I guess uh for the as a recommendation, what's
2: the what's a good introductory bourbon for the, the listener? Introductory like to do you straight or like an introductory
0: cocktail? Um let's say like let's say like you're a bottle of bourbon, you know, multi purpose straight
2: rocks cocktail yeah i feel like you know like a basil hayden is a good you, you like it's not good enough that like you feel terrible about mixing it but it's also not like a home run so it, yeah maker, you can drink it straight makers you makers know. is in that
1: line. i mean i think a good introductory for drinking straight i think woodford yeah like it's woodford a good staple
2: easy to find and it's good mm-hmm. and it's sweet and d- woodford double oaked if you like sweet bourbon mm. yes mm-hmm. do that yeah and then uh your favorite bourbon favorite uh probably weller special reserve like anyone could say pappy but like that's literally impossible to find yeah weller is like a fun in between like it's really hard to find but you can do it and when you do it's really special and it's actually the same recipe as pappy just aged a little different yeah aged a little bit less so yeah so you get most of the same experience without the you know, $500 price tag.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, I I won't be. My my bourbon fund only has $490. Yeah, No Mm. pappy for you.
1: Yeah. I I, I would spend that on cheaper stuff and let it go farther. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: that's always, yeah. I feel like my, in general, I feel like that's my philosophy is like, I'd rather have like a lot of cheap stuff than like go all in on like one nice thing. Well, it's like running. You'd rather have, if you're gonna do a
1: threshold, you don't want to just do two miles at super fast. You'd rather have a good few miles, depending on what the workout is, I guess. But a good few miles at a moderate,
0: strong effort. Yeah, I would say I would. Say it's more like I. I mean, actually, that my sincere take is like, the I think my coach said this, where it's like it's better to be, it's better to be like ninety percent, one hundred percent of the time, than a hundred percent, ninety percent of the time. Like you want to be, it's better to be consistently good mm-hmm. than inconsistently great. Yeah, you know, like right. for sure, and that's Woodford. Yes, <laughs> Woodford <laughs> yes, is. you can't consistently go wrong good that. and con- better than inconsistently
2: great. Yes, uh, okay. Woodford Reserve. Yes, sponsors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there are so many. As far things as I brought the plugs go
1: today, between Charlie Brown and the Sword Woodford, I mean.
0: Oh, we've got we've uh, we've really covered all the all the grounds for. Um, uh, before I uh, move it over to uh, what I think will be the most on the, on the hot seat moment, I, I do want to ask uh, Zach, um, you used to live in a van. <laughs> that's, that's putting it...
2: That's what YouTube told me, I don't know. Yeah. It's using the term useless loosely. Yes. But... I have slept in a van. Living in a van is a different. Explain
0: to to your YouTube fans the the <laughs> van, the Zach in a van. Can we phenomenon?
1: please put the YouTube link in oh, the yeah, description sure, of we can this do podcast as well.
2: well? I had my mom's <laughs> hand-me-down minivan from like my childhood, through, all through college. Like that's what I drove um, until it exploded. Super but, reliable, yeah. Super well, until it right
1: up until once it was it was ninety percent, a hundred percent of the time. Right up until it was zero percent, zero percent of the time. Yeah,
2: yeah so um it was just big enough to like put a twin mattress in the back if you took out all the seats so i totally took out all the seats and put a twin mattress in the back and would just like drive to places and park it and then get up the next morning and go do trail runs and stuff so <laughs> alone the whole time yeah why not
0: uh, i mean i would be afraid of getting murdered but no, uh, just i mean maybe. like there's no one out in the woods so except
2: murderers <laughs> maybe. and trail it's just, runners it's just you and the murderers i say, i said a worst record at the rough trail Fifty K, which has since been broken. Um, but I slept in my van in the twin mattress that night and it was like 28 degrees and I knew it'd be super cold. So I brought like every blanket I had with me and I woke up still at like 2am, just absolutely freezing. So I had to turn the van on for like a good hour, just to warm up and didn't sleep all that much that night before the race. So, um,
0: Still don't. set the course record yeah yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. that's how you know that's who you know you're meant to be well, for this course record
1: he got a good night's sleep in a lovely Airbnb on the mm-hmm. Ohio River
2: yeah. yeah good dinner with from my mom and mm-hmm. yeah, it was lovely oh,
0: mm-hmm. um, so yeah so the um, the I don't I should have warned Sam that I wanted to do this in advance but uh, it's all right Sam as the as the only married member of the podcast right mm-hmm. now is clearly our relationship expert. <laughs> Um and we somehow managed to get 45 minutes into this podcast without talking about the fact that we're dating each other. Um <laughs> minor detail. Minor detail. That's you know, there was no you earned, like, like as Sam Spoiler said alert. you earned your way onto the podcast with your 50 foul performance. You didn't use nepotism. Um entirely. Yeah, so so the real so I'm gonna flip this around now, and now Sam's in the driver's seat and uh what do you think you're now the host of of this mini segment of the podcast and what what do do you think you want to know or uh the listeners want to know about uh, mine and zach's relationship
1: i wish you would have given me time okay you can always think
0: and we can cut it out later yeah okay
1: (laughs) Hmm. well okay what's david's favorite drink
2: I don't know if whiskey sour has overtaken anything, but he's been drinking a lot of whiskey sours. I have. He's yeah. also a big margarita ho, um, and is also very into IPAs, which is unfortunate because I hate IPAs.
0: He's, yeah. So we our, have very little Venn diagram in our taste of beer. So whenever we find a beer that we both like, it's pretty like,
2: uh, yeah, it's pretty special yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So.
1: Okay. Here, here. I, I so David,
0: Zach's favorite drink. Um Zach, Zach is more of an old fashioned guy than a, a whiskey sour guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that in terms of like drinks, like, I would say that probably like a, a cocktail old fashioned is, is the, about as good as it gets, but he does like a, he does like a bourbon meat because mm-hmm. he's fancy like that. Um, yeah, beers, like, uh, you know, stouts, like mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, the um, there's a brewery around the corner here in here in Kentucky that does a uh, peanut butter stout mm-hmm. um, because there's the, the jiff factory in town down the street, right? World headquarters. world like, headquarters. Like, yeah.
1: I'm not even using the term loosely a stone's throw away from, from that brewery. Yeah. Yes.
2: From this brewery. It yeah. often smells like peanut butter, just in, in Lexington yes. all yeah. the time. So,
0: so I would say that, uh, you know, if you're going beer, like a peanut butter stout would be the first fastest way to, to Zach's heart. But mm-hmm. that, uh, Old fashioned is probably a good cocktail pick. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that was really just a stall. All right. We're <laughs> gonna go. We're gonna go. Ideal date, David first.
0: What my ideal? Your date ideal date, what date? I think with, No, your ideal date want.
1: with Zach, and then also Zach's ideal date. So you have time to think about it and come back. We'll come back around for Zach. So first, Zach's ideal date.
0: So like, what I if yes. I'm like what, taking what this, you, Zach's yes. birthday? Like, yeah, what do I want? Yeah. what's Zach's ideal? Ideal. Date so i think we're gonna go we're definitely gonna do a trail run of course um we're we're gonna go somewhere uh remote and hilly um and then there's gonna be some way that we can uh have some setup where we like we end in like a creek and there's already like a cooler of uh like drinks already there waiting for us you mean us. like what what we did this july basically yeah yeah, that, yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah I think yeah. that was about uh Zach's happy place for sure.
1: It's um, funny. That was, I'm pretty sure that was like my makeshift bachelor party this, yeah. this July we did that.
0: So yeah. Yeah. So I think that that, that's definitely, uh, that's, that's a pretty good date to take Zach on. The only thing I would add is like, uh, definitely if it could like end with like, I would say a star Wars movie and cuddling would be like, I, I think that would make both of us happy, but like, I think <laughs> yeah. that would be, uh, that'd be
2: a good date for Zach. Yeah, sure.
1: No, David's ideal date.
2: I will. I will say David nailed it, and it's kind of horrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think David's ideal date definitely evolved Star Wars once again. <laughs> definitely involve an in IPA, which I would pretend to like, but it would actually not super like. Um, and probably I don't know during the day. What do you want to do?
1: No, 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 I'm going to interject as the mediator
2: of this. Mm. You can't ask him. you got to know. Oh, no, I'm just thinking. I'm looking at him. And okay. Thinking. Okay.
1: A Red Sox game? I don't know. Being from Boston. It does seem
2: to be the only other sport he enjoys. <laughs>
0: that is true.
2: Wow, <laughs> a, yeah. wow. Look at me. I mean,
0: Sam could come on the Red Sox game dates since it was his idea, but <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. That would actually... Oh. Man, going to Fenway Park. Oh, that's like one of those things where I'm like, uh...
1: screw COVID." COVID. yeah, <laughs> Man. yeah. Um, all right. So I'm gonna. We don't need to do each other's. Um, like your own ideal
2: date. Y'all can. I think y'all can figure, that. Yeah, y'all can figure out that later. Day, drink, yeah. day drinking, day running, baseball. Yeah, probably yeah. something about the park and day, day drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: What's David's favorite taco,
2: Zach? I had three last night. I don't know which one of those three was your favorite um seems super interested with the one with the fries on top that was good that wasn't even one of the ones that i ordered oh, That yeah. did look good but that's
0: a good answer is like i definitely like i definitely like like fries and like things like like you know like when you uh some places will have like potato chips on a burger like mm-hmm. I, I i love the the potato and meat combo so that's a good that's mm-hmm. a good answer zach's favorite taco um well the the one that zach was referring to is the the Chicken curry uh, fry one that we got at that place. Like, I definitely think not like spicy, but I like. I definitely think Zach wants like a flavorful taco, like something, some sort of sauce on there. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, like I don't know, like I would guess probably like a like a marinated chicken or something like that. Um, Any taco is delicious. I was gonna know, say
1: like, I can yeah. tell you his favorite taco. It's Dollar Tacos from Cinco de Mayo in Lexington, Kentucky. Add like 110 <laughs> percent dollar tacos yeah um i'm trying to think do y'all know each other's favorite place to run like i know zach's are, like zach's like you can just overgeneralize trails but like do you know his favorite trail i don't know, I don't, know it but i don't i, I don't zach
0: may it. not even um, know it no i
2: know it you know it Oh, yeah. fuck. Well, now I'm going to look like a bad boyfriend because I don't know There it. is 0% chance you know it. Or you. You know what it is, but, like, I've never, like... Have we run on it together? Oh, yeah. I'm okay. going to guess
0: it's the... There's, like, the two places... That, there's the two trail places that you took me on. We went to the Cumberland Gap, but then there was the other one that you didn't want to go on because it was too busy. Oh, Red River Gorge. Yeah, Yeah. And I was going to say you like that
2: one, but if it's not busy, but... Yeah, but it's a specific trail within Red River Gorge. Is it, is
0: it within Red River Gorge, though? Yeah. So, uh-huh. Oh, my God, I, mean, Red I was Red right. Red River
2: Gorge is pretty <laughs> substantial. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is was Is it
1: along good. the Toe?
2: It's like an offshoot of the Sheltoe. Oh,
1: because I, I thought I was going to think it was, like, my guess when you said I would I have ran, it would have been Harrods Creek, where you grew up running, like, in your backyard. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Yeah, I'm just going to yeah.
0: take my victory lap yeah, of
1: knowing yeah. it was Red that's, River that's Gorge. That's as close yeah. as it could possibly get. <laughs> what's, what's david's favorite place to
0: run can i go with the harvard tempo loop or is that cheating (laughs) (laughs) i think that might be cheating is that cheating yeah depends Mm. on the day okay this is a little bit of a trick question
2: for me okay Mm. do you know why it's a trick question is it a trick question no
0: the reservoir loop no i would say i don't really have a favorite place to run it's more that i like running with good company. Mm, So, like, my favorite, my favorite run is like a long run with the boys, where Mm -hmm. like you just like you're not like running. It's like not like a dick measuring contest. Like we are not you're not like working hard the whole time. It's just like a good, yeah, comfortable, quick run. You probably get into some like absurd, like not safe for work conversation topic midway. Exactly, yeah. The debate lasts an hour, like that. Like I don't even care where it is. Like probably would probably be somewhere in Ithaca because like Ithaca is beautiful, but like. It, yeah, it, it's more about the company than the locale yeah. for me. Yeah, That's nice.
2: Great. Stuff. Well, what about you? What you doing? Oh, yeah, what's your favorite place to run?
1: My favorite place to run, mm. I don't, I don't know that I've, I don't know that I've been. I, I, a place that I want to run is Antelope Island, out in. It's in Utah, really mm-hmm. Yeah, just okay. because it's called. Yeah, because it's called Antelope Island? Uh, yeah. Plug Antelope Children. Um, but no, that that looks really cool. I I want to do rim to rim to rim um like that's kind of one of my stupid things. I know a, a bunch of people want to do but like yeah, I think it sounds fun to do. Yeah. Um but no, I I'd have to say my fit fa- my my favorite runs are the runs with the boys where your feet never touch the same pavement twice, you know? So like I don't necessarily want a bunch, yeah, of, loops. bunch of loops. I, I want to yeah. like run around the entire place and End up where you started, but feel like you've gone somewhere. Nice. Yeah,
0: I like that. All right. Well, before we get to our last three questions, like, what's the if you're the listener, like, what's the either or something either something you're dying to know or something like the listener it doesn't need to be a quiz, but like, what do we got to get out there? What do people need to know? What do people need to know about me or about Zach? About us? About that... it, yeah? Oh. You're in the you're in
1: charge. Do faithful need to know is this is this a question that i'm supposed to know
0: to ask no it's you know if there's anything we haven't covered yet i just feel like we're we've covered a lot of ground i would say yeah we've run but, pretty far yeah the people need to the all, all of zach bevan's new fans need to need to know the real yeah real zach all right zach who is your arch nemesis
2: if you're willing oh that's them a good one out. I yeah, like yeah, that. yeah i want to hear it <laughs> well i've recently honed in I've referred to him as my generational arch nemesis.
1: Oh, you're going to do this cop out of someone that's this not even running guy. anymore? <laughs> no,
2: <Andy laughs> No, Jones, it's fair, yeah. Canadian. Um, yeah. Because he's the guy whose record I was chasing a strong gym. I right. ended up six minutes short when you were crewing. And then yeah. This time around, I was looking at the all-time North American list. There he was, just number, sitting there.
1: Number three?
2: Number three, I think, yeah. Is five, he one and how do you know? 554. I think he's oh, right um, 454? Or, or 454. Yeah. yeah. I think he might. I don't he know. might have been second. I think he might have been a second yeah. or I don't know. Um yeah, and the more research I did on him, was like, God, all of his PRs are like just like barely faster than mine. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah. This is my new generational arch nemesis. Well, That's so, good.
0: Leave me something to shoot for. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And he what? can't well, no, okay, unless he has something up his sleeve. I don't think he can improve his prs anymore. So <laughs> There you go. So you got all got the the Yeah. All right. Well, uh our final three questions that we ask every
0: guest. Uh the first is your Instagram crush. Um, as we as you're a married man and you're uh, you know, on the spot here for other reasons. Um it doesn't have to be like a crush, crush. It like, can just be like something that you're into. What online. is a what like, is a
1: crush anymore? We're yeah. we're all old men at this point, right? Something
0: that you're into on the internet. You know, it doesn't have to be Instagram. It doesn't have to be a crush, but it's like, what are you feeling? What are you feeling on the the gram right now?
2: Am I allowed to answer Chaser of Steeples? No, no, you can't if you want. But that's a cop out. <laughs> oh, okay, if that's a cop out, then um, there's this Twitter account called Terrible Maps. Where, that's a good account. I yeah, follow them too. Where they just tweet out terrible maps. And like a good example is they tweeted a map of Europe. And it said, like, electricity consumption of Europe, like, 1550. And it was just all the same color and coded as zero kilowatt <laughs> And That's pretty funny. That is, like, my version of humor. So I really appreciate it. So mm-hmm. that's... Terrible maps. Yeah, been I a big like fan that. of terrible maps.
1: It's funny. So kind of going on an old Instagram crush not crush but like you know what i was into i was like before i even knew chaser of sepals i was like man chaser of sepals content is pretty funny oh and i God. really appreciate it like when i was just getting into running i was like this guy knows what's up and i would see like sidious mag would talk about or would, like put his tweets on their stuff and i was like man he's pretty funny oh, i God. like this guy <laughs> like a few years ago um, All right, I'll pay you after the yeah uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, obviously got to go with my wife. Each day is my current like real crush, but that's a cop out too. Yeah,
0: she even changed the handle. And everything did. To the did, yeah. name. Yeah. She's yeah.
1: taken my last name. It's great.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: No, but I'm I'm a sucker for good like slapstick, funny videos of someone getting hit in the nuts. You know stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a classic. I mm-hmm. feel like actually. Speaking of topics we were discussing right before uh, the podcast, but like I think, can my Instagram crush be the general concept of like runners with their nuts out? Like, <laughs> it's it's good quality content. Yeah, it's like the the That's runners fair. with their nuts out content is it's always funny. It's always like yeah, it's one of those things where it's like yeah, it's embarrassing, but also you didn't really have any control over it, you so know, it's, it's like, like not that. It's like kind of a mark of pride if it happens to you. Like, it's
1: like only one person isn't enjoying that photo, and it's the person with their nuts out. See so you it's say like, that, but
0: I think even like even people who have had that happen to them, it's like you're kind of you kind of become it's like a level of infamy that like yeah, you can yeah, kind yeah, of embrace like, you know a little bit. It happens. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, second question: Your go-to karaoke song. So somebody hands you the mic; it's your time to shine. What are you singing?
1: I've got two. Yeah, go. Ahead. Uh, my first one is Tequila. Like the pine, pine of that? Yeah, or just pine? Tequila. <laughs> like, that's it. Um, My second one is Devil Went Down to
2: Georgia. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So, I think mine is kind of on a similar vein as Sam's, because you can kind of talk those songs. Um, Anything by Bruce Springsteen? Hmm. Yeah, okay. Like Thunder Road or Born to Run, like you can basically talk those whole songs, and most That's people true. know all the words. You can also
0: do the Bruce Springsteen impression. Too. Yeah, it's
2: like, and if you get, yeah. if you get tired halfway through, you can just like tell a story, and
0: like, yeah. it's pretty close. About, yeah. yeah, about driving out of yeah. New Jersey. You're not, you're not gonna, like, gonna get booed. Yeah, drag
2: racing in New Jersey or something like, and you're still. Basically, being Bruce Springsteen. So, like, mm-hmm. easy peasy. Yeah, I'll support that.
0: Um, this came on the car today and it was great. So, I'm just going to double down since she already cured COVID. Uh, Here You Come Again by Dolly Parton. Mm. Classic. That's fair. Uh, Dolly Parton is, you know, an American treasure. She and is. We, we don't deserve her.
1: Um, Another plug and underrated, you know, Dolly Parton crop tops need to make their comeback. Right? Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. Um, it again, part. I would I say crop tops in general, like, uh, not to put them on blast, but my roommate, Jeff Lass, uh ordered a crop top. He, like, ordered a crop top, and I was like, this is blasphemy. You don't order a crop top. You make a crop top. You get a t shirt, and you crop it. It's the same with jean shorts. Right. Like
1: That'll be the next rendition of the are
0: shirts. I would, antelope children, crop tops, I would absolutely support that. I feel like that would be perfect. Yeah,
1: that would be perfect. I gotta get rid of my love handles first.
0: <laughs> hey, you d- Married weight, you know. Uh, uh, crop tops at any size, you can always embrace <laughs> them. Uh, Positive
1: body image.
0: Last but not least, your death row meal. You're going to the chair. Today's your last day on this God's green earth. You can eat anything you want. What are you eating?
2: Absolutely Charlie Brown's. <laughs> nice. Uh, That's
1: not good. even a joke. Chili's, Chili's bottomless chips and salsa, right? Just uh, don't die. <laughs> you just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. For show, and hours yeah, and yeah, hours yeah. and hours. No, but for real, probably just like dollar tacos from Cinco de Mayo. Just mm. can't go wrong with that. That's Feel good. shitty as you're going out. No, I like that
0: two yeah.
2: for one margaritas, <laughs> two for one and, yeah. margs, and dollar tacos. I think yeah. Charlie Brown's and leader. It's a good, whiskey it's sour. Same,
1: same family. Yeah, good stuff.
2: Yeah.
0: I would say if I if I'm going to the chair here in Lexington, Kentucky, I'll get a little bourbon to lose, little mm. uh, Cajun barbecue chicken, that that action is really good. But I will say last week I for the second time made gnocchi from scratch. Um, wow. Which it if you're going for the delay execution as long as possible, yeah, like I make, would demand ready. to make it and it takes a long time to make. But I would also just say that gnocchi in general <laughs> yeah. is like one of those things where it's like uh, it's just like, it's like a special occasion food for me where it's like, I usually only order it at like good Italian restaurants and it's just so good every time. So I might just commit to Noki. Hmm. Um,
1: yeah. My wife and I have gotten some good Noki, like Trader Joe's Noki. Oh yeah. That's Delicious. good. Yeah. Good stuff, man.
0: Yeah. Fills you up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for, for coming on. This has been a good episode. Thanks for having us. This is a yeah. blast. This was yeah. fun. This has been good. Uh, we haven't successfully fully embarrassed Zach to to the point where he's turned bright red, but you know, maybe next. Time. Maybe next. Yeah, next episode. But I feel like
1: I, I dropped the ball. I could have could come up with better
2: questions. Yeah, please don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta keep it PG. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for uh, coming on, and uh, until next time, to run your mouth.